Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 18th of June. And as usual with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only. So please talk to your financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. And if you need to, you can always pause here and refer to our disclaimer on our website. Okay, well, an interesting night to say the least in the US market. And it could get even more interesting tonight with triple witching, which is the expiry of options, futures, and other instruments. There is a quadruple witching, but triple witching is also a big event, especially during summer when we do tend to get thinner markets. A lot of people have gone to the beach and gone on holidays in the US and in Europe. So it could prove a little bit of volatility tonight, but we'll wait and see for that. But we did see last night Dow Jones falling 210 points or 0.62%. NASDAQ, though, taking heart from the 10-year bond rate falling. That was up 0.9 of a percent, 122 points to 14,161. And the S&P 500 unchanged, pretty much down two points, four two, 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 four, followed by three little ducks. So down 0.04%. But the big shift last night in the US was that rotation that we've seen into value stocks from growth stocks. We did have a reversing of all engines there last night. And we saw the value stocks being sold off, hence the fall in the Dow. And those NASDAQ technology stocks hitting all-time highs, 122 points to the good. As a result, we saw the VIX index down around 2.2%, 17.75 there. And SPY futures showing a positive day today, 38 points to the good. But that is swapping over from the June contract to the September contract. So bear that in mind. There has been a shift. And as I discussed yesterday in the newsletter, there is a fair value that is associated with the September contract. And that uh, is certainly distorting that SPY level. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of variance compared to what the SPY is showing us because of that switch from June to September. Now, commodities last night had a really rough night, to say the least. The biggest and roughest night was reserved for gold, which fell a massive was the fall down to in gold. U.S. interest rates rising and the dollar rising very much in focus there for the poor old gold price, which has had uh, a massive smack to the head there. Uh, Some analysts now calling it down to 1600. I would like to suggest that's a little bit too pessimistic, but we shall see how things pan out. But it wasn't just gold that got walloped last night. We also saw copper down nearly 4%, nickel down 2.7%, aluminium down 3%, zinc down 4%, lead down 3%, and tin down 2.2%. Oil came off as well last night, down nearly 1.8% for Brent crude, dollar 3108 and WTI heading back towards $70 US a barrel, perhaps down 1.54%, down $1.11 there for WTI, 7104 So certainly uh, commodity stocks today are going to take a massive hit, and gold stocks especially are going to take a massive hit. But saving the day, perhaps 
if there is going to be a saviour of the day, is the iron ore price was up 3.35%, $7.15 to $220.80. Remarkable given the falls in other commodities, and also remarkable given that the Chinese are trying to talk down commodities, and it certainly looks as if they've succeeded at least in a lot of the commodities, except for iron ore at the moment, which continues to push higher. Although I would expect to see more volatility in the iron ore price going forward. As a result of all these commodity falls, that Aussie dollar that the experts were calling up to go from 78 to 80 cents is now 75 and a half cents. Not that it makes a lot of difference for us as travellers, because we're not going anywhere. Here's the S&P 500 last night. You can see that it had a bit of a cratering and then rallied back before tapering out at the end. But certainly quite a volatile night for the US markets, and we are seeing this shift from value to technology, which we've previously seen that shift from technology to value. Now the water is sloshing back to the other side, and gold was hit because of the thought of higher interest rates given the Fed's comments, the movement in the dot plots, and Federal Chief Jerome Powell's comments afterwards in the Q&A session. But Ironically, the U.S. 10-year rate actually fell to 1.51%. So 10-year rates fell and the gold price collapsed. And that is a little strange, but then we're used to strange these days. As far as major stories go, uh, the Fed has raised administered rates amid pressure in short-term funding markets. And the ECB's lane says too early to discuss end of emergency bond buys, but it will be debating its strategy review tonight. Norway keeps its rates at zero, but not for long, with September height now likely. And Brazil whacked its rates up by 75 basis points. Not that anyone takes too much heed of the Brazilian economy, but it does have some implications, I guess, for some of the iron ore investment coming out of there from Vale. Uh, the bipartisan infra infrastructure proposal gains support of 11 Republicans. This is glacial and continues to uh, bubble away in the background. And the Democrats grappling with internal divisions on spending priorities for stimulus. China says it will issue new rules on the management of price indexes for key commodities and services. And New Zealand economic growth surged following Q4 contraction. What's on today? We don't have much on the economic front locally, but we do get Japanese CPI for May. Bubs is going to be entering the US market with its GOAT formula, and the company will also extend the Bubs range on Amazon. RPM Global, R-U-L, is the stock code there, a mining services software company. Uh, they've just issued a positive revenue update. Those commodity markets smashed the likes of BHP, which was down 4.5% in US ADR terms, and Rio down 1.9% as well. And that yield on the US 10 years falling. At one stage, it got to 1.49, falling from one57 so tonight we get triple witching in the US, not quite as volatile as can be quadruple witching, but that is when options, futures on indices and equities expire. We did get the June expiry yesterday for our futures contract, and as I said, that rollover into September may have distorted the strength of that SPY futures. Tabcorp is expected next week to meet to discuss its options. So far, it's got a, a number of options. The bet makers technology platform option with a billion dollars in cash and the rest in shares is really not an option given that it has got cash bids from Entain and Apollo. Bet though still in a trading halt, the 
trading halt is supposedly to do with the completion of the acquisition of Sport Tech. And Seven Group has extended its bid for Borrell. West Woodside, close to giving the $16 billion Scarborough project the green light under the new CEO. And if you thought Bitcoin was volatile, take heart from one crypto token called DeFi Titanium or Titan. It went from $65 US to nothing in one day. Well done. Quadrant deal to buy childcare business from Affinity could trigger more deals and grow finance, which is an upcoming IPO, has an asset and equipment finance business lending business valued at 11.7 times to 13.6 times earnings for its IPO. Question the day to day. We've seen some extreme volatility, especially in commodities last night. We're not seeing that really in equity markets at the moment. Banks very much holding the market up. But are we seeing a change in market sentiment as the Fed talks about talks about talks about talks about toughening and tightening the taper and withdrawing some of that stimulus so are we seeing a change in market sentiment thanks very much for listening head on over to the facebook discussion group love to have your thoughts ideas or insights over there it's a great group through members helping members around three and a half thousand of you over there And it's a very uh, well-behaved and lovely group to be a part of. So I would urge you to head on over to that Facebook group and uh, join up. No Ask the Analyst this evening. I'm off to see Ian Moss at the City Recital Hall in Sydney. So in the absence of that, have a great weekend. (laughs) 